Hey guys, I'm your host Jennifer Lee on the Gen Unfiltered podcast. Normally, I'm supposed to have a guest for this episode, but I want to address the issues we have recently been facing and fighting, from George Floyd to the BLM movement signifying Black Lives Matters. For episode 5, I want to first start off by telling you what had happened to George Floyd on May 25th, 2020. It began with the report of a fake $20 bill at Cub Foods, a grocery store, when Floyd was trying to buy a pack of cigarettes. The store employee suspected this and called the police. Just as a background story, Floyd had been living in Minneapolis for quite a number of years. He was a regular at the store, Cub Foods. He was a pleasant customer, according to the store owner named Mike Abumayela. I apologize if I mispronounced that. Unfortunately, Mike wasn't there on the day of this incident. The store employee just followed the protocol to report on believing this $20 bill that was fake. The employee reported by calling the police and stated that he appeared drunk and not in control of himself. Two officers arrived, Thomas Lane and Derek Chauvin. Thomas arrived first, pointing a gun at Floyd, demanding him to show his hands. Prosecutors, to this day, did not explain of this incident the reason behind of why it was necessary to draw his gun right away at Floyd. Floyd resisted being handcuffed. That was when Mr. Chauvin participated in this by attempting to put Floyd in their car. Mr. Floyd resisted and fell to the ground, telling the officers he was feeling claustrophobic. Floyd lay there, face down still in handcuffs. Witnesses have started to film this time of incident. While Floyd was restrained by these officers, Mr. Chauvin placed his left knee between his head and his neck. I can't breathe, Floyd said repeatedly. For 8 minutes and 48 seconds, Mr. Chauvin continued to press down his knees against Floyd. About 6 minutes after, Mr. Floyd became unresponsive and fell silent. An hour after, Floyd was pronounced dead at the Hennepin County Medical Center. The way he died was senseless. He pleaded for his life that he couldn't breathe repeatedly. Yet the officers didn't listen and continued to strangle as they were trying to arrest him. Now, why is this huge? And why is this important? George Floyd was not the first person to die in the hands of an unjust police brutality nor was he the first person to die due to the color of his skin. What is the significance of all this? I'll give you guys an overview of what everyone should know about the U.S. history, the black history. I believe it is important to be educated during this time as knowledge is truly powerful. In 1619, the Anglins, kidnapped by Portugal, arrived in the British colony of Virginia and were brought by English colonists. To satisfy the labor needs of rapidly growing the North American colonies, white European settlers turned from indentured servants who were poorer Europeans to a cheaper, more plentiful labor source, which were the enslaved Africans. Some historians have estimated that 6 to 7 million enslaved people were imported to the New World, depriving the African continent of its most valuable resources. The story of the enslaved African Americans has become symbolic, in which captive Africans were present in the Americas from the early 1400s and 1526 that it would become the United States of America.
The capture and sale of Africans for the American slave markets were barbaric and often lethal. Two out of five West African captives died on the march to the Atlantic seacoast where they were sold to European slavers. On board at sea, they were chained below decks with very limited size. An estimate of one-third of those captives died at sea. America was where everything happened. They were sold at auction to owners in the U.S. Slave owners would punish slaves harshly in the U.S. I don't want to go too much into details, but fast-forwarding to the early 1800s, it was when the whites and free blacks who gained their freedom in the 17th and 18th centuries began to call to abolish slavery. Frederick Douglass, a young black laborer, was taught to read by his master's wife in Baltimore. Douglass escaped to Massachusetts where he became a powerful writer, editor, and lecturer for the growing abolitionist movement. Frederick Douglass is one of those prolific figures to look at during this time. Douglass knew that slavery was not the South's burden to bear alone. The economy of the North depended on the slave-based agriculture of the South. Douglass challenged the Northern audience to take up the cause against Southern slavery. There's a quote from him that said, Are the great principles of political freedom and natural justice embodied in the Declaration of Independence extended to us? What to the American slave is your 4th of July? When Civil War began, which was from 1861 to 1865, many Northern Blacks volunteered to fight for the Union. Black soldiers were fighting for more than just restoring the Union, but they were fighting to liberate their people. With the defeat of the Confederacy, meaning the alliance in which slavery was an integral part to protect the Southern society, Northern troops brought awareness to the South in which slaves wanted freedom. Yet Southerners dealt with Black emancipation as well. A group named Ku Klux Klan members, KKK, organized terrorist raids and lynchings. They burned homes, schools, and churches that the Blacks had started after the war. To debrief the intentions of the KKK groups, they had rejected President Andrew Johnson's lenient reconstruction policies. This Reconstruction Act was passed due to the Blacks who won the election to Southern state governments and even to the U.S. Congress. One of the most radical aspects of this policy was in which African American participated in the public life of the South. The KKK members, therefore, declared a campaign of violence to reverse the policies against the Republican voters and leaders, both the Black and the White. Now, beginning in the 1890s, many Blacks started moving north to improve their lives. But just keep in mind that just because they had ended slavery doesn't mean that they were treated all equally and weren't treated like animals. There was a lesser form of slavery, and that was segregation. Back then, and even now, there was, and is still, a good amount of people who felt so uncomfortable around this Black community due to the past events of having to use them as slaves. This good amount of people was so accustomed to seeing them as not considered humans, rather just property. But now seeing that slavery was over and was considered to be as equal as quote-unquote the others, that's when segregation happened. It was essentially a culture shock that many people could not comprehend. They would still segregate by mistreating these blacks who had fought their lives to abolish slavery. 
There were even moments where people would find black husbands, wives, children, and just an innocent family that any other people would have to hang them by still encouraging to have no blacks. They would even celebrate that. And the worst part of it was that these people were not considered criminals. It was not criminalized, and majority of these white people got away with these horrible acts. This went on and on for a very long time, and it was clearly because they didn't have to face any consequences, knowing that the government didn't pay any attention or play any part to address this issue. In fact, they would be blaming the blacks because with the majority of not caring about this situation, this is just so dark that I cannot imagine what the black community has gone through. And I'm aware that what I say is not enough because I'm not a black. I'm a Korean American. I'm an American citizen. Even though Asians have gone through discrimination, I cannot imagine what the black community has really experienced in the past. And I respect them a lot for what they're fighting for during this time. Now, there are black figures that you guys really need to know and be aware of. From personal interest, start off with Alvin Ailey. If you're a dancer, you should embed his name into your brain. Alvin Ailey is a legendary modern dance pioneer, choreographer, and civil rights artist as activist. Ailey explored issues of social justice, racism, and spirituality. Other choreographers would say his dancers were and are very multicultural when teaching, and his company was an amalgam of the African and European diaspora. He always addressed the pain of the African-American journey, but he also celebrated the triumph and redemption of the human spirit. The Up From Slavery Dance Suite finds beauty in the midst of tragedy and pain, celebrates black folks' resilience and humanity, and allows hope to overcome tribulation. Ailey understood that the arts are a litmus test for who's civilized and not civilized. Quoting from Susan Fales Hill, who was a dance patron and an author. Another figure that is more well-known, I would say, is Martin Luther King Jr., a seminal leader of the civil rights movement, the co-founder of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, a key figure in the march on Washington for jobs and freedom. King was waging a war. He would not answer violence with violence, but would fight until he died. It is hard not to see this BLM movement behind this movement that King had to overcome. The tools he used, however, are within your possession. He asked for nonviolence. He spoke up. He asked that you use them. So the question is not whether we will be extremists, but what kind of extremists we will be. Another figure, Malcolm X. Malcolm overcame drug addiction and a life of crime to become one of the country's foremost civil rights leaders and champions of black pride. Originally, he had been known for segregationist views and acceptance of violence in the quest of equality. But he then began to preach peaceful resistance and the benefits of unity. Malcolm X is worth knowing, everyone. His philosophies on black pride, black beauty, and black power spread across countries after countries. Another figure, Harriet Tubman, the influential conductor of the Underground Railroad, the first African-American woman to appear on U.S. currency. Born into slavery, she endured physical violence almost every day. Now, to get a better picture, Tubman encountered a slave who left without permission. 
when she refused to restrain them. A white man hurled a two-pound weight at her while striking her in the head. Tubman escaped from slavery using the Underground Railroad to travel from Maryland to Philadelphia. During the Civil War, she became a nurse and a spy for the Union government. She tended the sick and wounded soldiers, both black and white. Her stories have inspired many of the black community people. I can't describe every single prolific black figure's in U.S. history, but I'll name a few so you can do your research on these people of what they had accomplished and what they had gone through when slavery was present. Sojourner Truth, Jackie Robinson, Michael Jordan, Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson, Jesse Jackson, Webb Dubois, James Baldwin, Muhammad Ali, and so many more. Today, We have black culture in which we see rappers, artists, dancers, designers, in which we would support or praise. We have people that we hold up that are black and that makes us feel like we're doing enough. It makes us feel like we are all assimilated into this black culture and we know everything that we need to know. We think we're doing enough by seeing these amazing black figures or artists. There are white people and others with the exception of, of course, the black community who intermingle with these black people without knowing how much it is worth to them. It is so much deeper than what they release and show to our society. And people lack the knowledge and empathy behind that. We live in a society now where black culture that was built through so much darkness Through so many deaths in the past, so much efforts have been made that black people had to endure since the very beginning of American culture. We live in a society now where we see black people all around us, especially in the entertainment culture. I've seen dancers personally who are black in every class I take. We think that everything is all fucking good, but it's not good. There are people who praise the black community just because of their aesthetics and when they had a comeback to when they were introduced to new styles. When it comes to actually fighting for what this black community had to face, when you know stuff about U.S. history from high school, this shouldn't be new, guys. This is fucking 2020. How are we still leading to this issue today when we are all aware of how dark our fucking country has started off with? If you look back at history, they have done enormous amounts of effort. I agree with that. We have done a lot, yet it's not perfect. Racism is still very much alive, considering that we still have these incidents happening today. As a matter of fact, our country is not even that old. Slavery didn't really happen long time ago, guys. Little do we know, we see people who are still racist that can be right behind our backs or right in front of us. If you embed the events that had occurred in American history, if you can really visualize what the blacks had truly gone through, you should know that it's so important to be vocal around this time, especially during this time. It's not even a question, you guys. If you soaked in with what happened to the black community and you don't believe in slavery, you know that racism is wrong. You should know of what it took to get us here today to speak out, be vocal, take actions when you see a black person being treated poorly by a racist prick 
Take action. Don't just watch and record shit. Stand up for what is right. Do not fear for those who may betray you because we should build up a community that will fight what it takes to stand against racism. This is our time to change the course of future generations in order for them to take this knowledge and still fight against racism. It sucks, guys, that we still have to fight. It really sucks that we still hear about police brutality toward these innocent black people today. Even though it will be a long, arduous process, we need to fight back. This is not a political act, but this is a human rights act. Have a freaking conversation with your friends that are black, white. Talk it out with your friends, family, and even strangers out in public. You never know how much of a difference you can make by spreading this kind of awareness. So do me a favor right now and chat with your friends fighting against racism. Chat with those who are still protesting, who are protesting maybe right now. Sitting on your couch and looking through your phone and just posting a black picture won't do enough. Act. Be vocal. Now is the time to truly represent what the U.S. was truly made for. United freaking states of America, guys. If you listen this far, I'm proud of you. I acknowledge that you care. That knowledge is powerful. That your friends or anyone in the black community truly means a lot to you. But if you're listening to this and you're a racist prick and you think it's okay to mistreat these black people... I want you to do me a favor and go unfollow my podcast. Stop listening to me and go fuck yourself. This is Jen Unfiltered, guys. I can say whatever the fuck I want because I am vocal about what I feel and think about this whole movement. Let's all fight, guys, and hope you're staying safe during this horrible time of protest and also this stupid quarantine thing, coronavirus. Oh my gosh, guys, 2020 is definitely a year to remember. Kobe Bryant, oh my gosh, I can't still get over that. The coronavirus, this police brutality, even the American fire. A lot of shit is going on this year and it's terrible, but we can fight through it. Stay strong, guys, and let me give you guys a moment of silence here. Black Lives Matters, guys. Love you guys, and I'll see you guys in my next episode, which is going to be a normal episode with another guest. So you have listened to the Jen Unfiltered podcast, and I hope you have an amazing day.